1: It is the Early Morning Show. You know what to do. Give me a ring at 412-928-9370 or join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. There's also the text line, which I've grown to love. Hit me up there at 412-928-9370. The Early Morning Show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. I still got my bucko hat on. First place Bucks, despite, for the first time this year, losing three games in a row. I said yesterday it was pivotal for Mitch Keller to have a good performance. And I thought Mitch Keller pitched largely well. One earned run in five innings. The Pirates have some very real issues, and we are now seeing... I think the loss of O'Neal Cruz start to rear its ugly head. They had been winning. They are top, were at least, top five in the NL in home runs. Slugging percentage, runs scored, their manufacturing runs, but it was the Lumber Company 2.0 for a while. Everybody was hot. And so you didn't really miss, at least it didn't seem, O'Neal Cruz. Well, now you've scored what, a couple of runs now in these two games, and against Washington in the final game of that set, the offense wasn't great. There were other issues as well. But you need his bat in the lineup, and despite him maybe not being the best fielder you can throw out there, if you're thinking about shortstops in Major League Baseball, he's at least a shortstop. And Rodolfo Castro is not. Rodolfo Castro, I'm fine with him being my second baseman. Jiwan Bay made a hell of a play at one point on a diving stop, but also had a play that would have required less athletic ability where the ball shoots off his glove, and I don't believe that they credited him. I guess they did credit him with the error there. But he's not a shortstop, and I realize he was playing second base last night, but they got a problem with their middle infield defense. And for Gwon Bay, it's not just when he plays shortstop not just when he plays second base he's also booted balls on a couple of occasions in the outfield he also dropped a pop fly not all that long ago so the middle of this defense is showing to be a weak spot and I don't think they have a solution at short until they get O'Neill Cruz back that's sort of a micro slash macro conversation the bigger conversation is you've played the best team in baseball two games in a row And while they beat you, two games in a row, you also beat yourself. Big time. Two nights ago, it was leaving 11 guys on base, 10 guys in scoring position. The middle of the lineup did bupkiss. Last night, they couldn't help their pitcher out at all. Offensively, duh. They scored one run, but hey, Shane McClanahan was on the mound. You knew it would be tough sledding there. But from a defensive standpoint, it was dreadful. And meanwhile, Tampa was making all kinds of defensive plays. I said this yesterday, and it continues to today. The Rays are what the Pirates want to be. They'll hit you with the small ball, also hit a bunch of home runs. They pitch well, but they do all the little things right. Now, there's something to be said about they're used to the turf, and they're used to the ball going up into that stupid dome and getting lost up there, and you don't see them dropping pop-ups or missing fly balls the way we saw it the other night with Rodolfo Castro. Okay, fine. I'll grade on a curve a little bit. But you got to make routine plays. And this team, whether it be at the dish, didn't get it done two days ago, or in the field yesterday, simply didn't get it done. So the question is this, and I'd love you to bank the phones this morning at 412-928-9370. I'd love your reaction. Where are you on the Pirates now? Their first three-game losing streak. And this measuring stick series against Tampa hasn't gone their way at all. Are you starting to doubt the Pirates again? Are you starting to not believe? Do you think that it's same old Bucks? Because for a fleeting moment yesterday, when they were booting balls, I said, Ugh, "This looks a lot like last year's club." Thing is, they're still in first place. But I want to hear from you at four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. Let's go to Danny in Highland Park. What's up, buddy?
0: Hey, good morning, Mr. Crowley. Um, boy, I'm, I'm just done right now, Crow. It seems, do you remember Saturday night after the second doubleheader? <laughs> They're going on 17 two thirds innings. They hadn't walked anyone. They were about to go 18 innings since 1965, since they haven't walked anyone that long. And, uh, the magic seemed, and they seemed magical that night. And, it just seems to be gone i mean they scored four runs since then yeah and, and you're going to listen buddy you're going to have enough.
1: you're going to have ebbs and flows in a season and so i'm trying to wrestle I with know. it myself this morning because it hurts it does hurt and part of that's good but like I, I can't be here for for it being cute you know what i mean like last yesterday the conversation was and, and i said it myself oh it felt good to care about the pirates again and get pissed off the way that they played at the dish And I guess it kind of feels good that last night I got ticked off because you expect so much better from them and they couldn't even feel routine ground balls. Or, you know, the play in the outfield, which was a disaster. With Miguel and Duhar. But like, I don't want to sit here and go, oh, it feels so good to be pissed when they lose because they're still losing. And they're in first place. I'm wrestling with it. I need your help here. How should I feel? I'm just being honest. Like, I could sit here and tell you exactly how I feel. I don't know how I feel. It's it's two losses to the best team in baseball. They took two out of three against the Dodgers, two out of three against a team that they should beat in Washington. They beat the hell out of them in the doubleheader. Left no doubt. Like, they're killing the hell out of bad teams. They beat some good teams, too. And I got to remember they're in first place. But last night pissed me off because they should be better than that. What's up? You're on the early morning show.
0: Hey, it's JJ from Caninsburg.
1: What up, JJ?
0: Hey, so I'm still kind of high on him. I'm not going to lie. Good. That's fine. But the issue is that place, one, is a dump and it's hard to play. I I still can't wrap my head around the white roof. That makes zero sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, here in Pittsburgh, you got to play with clouds in the sky. But, you know, that's nature. That's life. That's baseball. They willingly put a white flipping dome in a baseball stadium. Yeah, that play sucks. Like given, and, and I'll tell you what, JJ, a, that, that's a big-time uh, advantage for them to play on the turf, to play with that dome. But I'm not going to let it excuse the mistakes the Pirates have been making. I mean, it can explain it a little bit. But G-1 Bay ain't been good in the field all year. Rodolfo Castro ain't a shortstop. That ain't the turf's fault. Hey, you're on the early morning show.
0: Hey, Crowley, how are you?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't.
0: Hey, I just had a quick comment I was going to say. I um the in my opinion, I think it's good for this to happen to them at this time cuz I think they're largely a young team and it's good to give them a good kick in the gut, bring them back down to earth and let them know, hey, you know, you're not all of what you thought you need you are. You need to work and you still got a
1: lot of work to do to get to where you want to go. Yeah, I mean, maybe this good. is a humbling experience for them. I mean, it's, they, listen, when they're winning, and thank you so much for the call, and we'll take more calls at 412 928 9370. Talk me off the ledge. Don't talk me off the ledge. Jo- join in the pity party or the celebration for being in first place. I don't know. I've turned on the microphone today and I'm sort of in the wind, but I'm just being me. I'm just being honest. Yeah, maybe this is a motivating factor. When they were winning, all you heard was the leadership. Andrew McCutcheon's a leader. Carlos Santana, Rich Hill, the veteran presence, all these guys, Austin Hedges, they provided leadership. These guys believe that they're good. Just because they lost three in a row, I don't think that leadership goes away. And hopefully, the younger players on the team, primarily the ones who made mistakes last night, maybe they just need a little talking to. It. Guys, don't worry about it, it's three games. It's May, we're in first place, we're a good baseball team, but we also ain't God's gift to baseball either. Maybe they needed a little bit of that. Who's to say, I'm not in the locker room every day. So I can't tell you that they were too high or anything like that. And I don't think being too high means you're going to boot ground balls or strand 11 guys on base, but you're going to have tough times. But we just saw in the Stanley Cup, playoffs Boston didn't face one single tough thing all season long and then they're pushed to the brink they don't know what to do I'm not comparing this team to the Boston Bruins the greatest hockey team regular season in NHL history but like you're going to face things here they are big game today I'd like to see them not get swept in Tampa they'd be four and five in that nine game stretch we were talking about I think today's game is pretty big let's go to Ed in Kennedy Township hey Ed
0: yeah, I think the big difference with the Pirates this year is they don't have any pitcher who, when he's starting, they you feel like you have a chance to win. If starting pitching stays like this, they could win about 85 ball games, I
1: think. I agree, I do. And Mitch Keller yesterday deserved much better. He did. And I, you know, I find myself not loving when that comes out of my mouth. Like Oviedo had a bad start his last time out against Washington. The time before that against the Dodgers, again he didn't get any help behind him. And you had to catch your interference in the first inning and a whole bunch of weird stuff was going on. Like At a certain point, you're going to have to pitch through those things. But, like, last night, Mitch Keller would have literally been out of the inning. He struck out eight guys. I mean, he's painting a 95-mile-an-hour fastball with regularity on the inside corner and guys are up there caught l- looking, just totally frozen. I, I don't put Come it on in. him last night. A- and you know what, man? Like, I think about... With Oviedo and Ronzi Contreras and even Rich Hill and Velasquez who goes today, you're right. I mean, you do feel good that they got a chance every time they go out. You knew hard times were going to be here. I guess I'd rather it, from a pitching standpoint, look this way than just Mitch Keller goes out there and gets shelled in what was maybe the biggest start of his career. If I'm looking for positives. Got this text. I'm still high. This series proves that we have improved, but we're not on that level yet. As long as we continue to grow, the Pirates will be fine. Well, there's also this. Like, I didn't expect them to be good this year. I expected them to be better. So, should my expectation level change? Should I expect them to win more games than they lose? Should I expect them to be a playoff team? I'm still sort of soul-searching and all that myself. But I'll tell you what, now with three losses in a row, it's starting to not be cute anymore that I feel mad when they lose. It's not cute anymore. Oh, it feels good to feel something. That kind of doesn't. I don't want to be pissed off going to bed. We got this text, and this has been a common refrain the last two days. Austin Hedges is awful at the plate. Can't wait for them to bring DeLay back. Yeah, I mean, DeLay's probably going to play today, day game after night game. And he's been raking like Johnny Bench. At some point, you're going to see Andy Rodriguez. Now, probably not until July at the earliest. He hadn't had a lot of at-bats in AAA in his career. So that's the other thing. There are reinforcements coming. But when? I don't know. Derek Shelton got tossed. we got to break that down. We'll do it next, early morning show.
0: What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You go to the bathroom. That's good. That's good radio right there. Apologies. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is the number. How long did that have? Oh, about two minutes. That's good on me. Apologies. That's just unprofessional. But do you expect anything less? From me, uh, well, probably not. So yesterday, Derek Shelton, he's all ticked off at the home plate umpire because the pitch clock he thought was not being reset appropriately. I got to find this clip here. This was wild, wild stuff. Oh, and we'll play it. I'm all over the place. Here we go. Hold up. I think Derek just got thrown out. He did, John. By the
0: third base umpire, the crew chief, Adrian Johnson. Here comes Derek Shelton roaring out of the Pirates dugout. And he is letting Adrian Johnson have it. Well, Quinn Walcott, the home plate umpire, was the one that was yelling at Shelty.
1: And now Adrian Johnson is being demonstrative. Shelty's right in his
0: face. And now Shelty's still pointing at Adrian Johnson.
1: So the crew chief felt the need to get involved in a situation where he wasn't involved. And I get he's the crew chief. I understand that. That's fine. But Derek Shelton's going back and forth with the home plate umpire. There's expletives being exchanged. But then Derek Shelton, what's he going to do? He's still in the dugout. They say their piece. And then you got the crew chief who feels the need to step in and eject Derek Shelton, even though Derek Shelton's beef was with the home plate umpire. And frankly, Derek Shelton didn't really have a beef with the home plate umpire. It's not the home plate umpire's job to make sure that the operators are getting that pitch clock, right? He's just got to keep an eye on it. And when that thing hits zero, he can make that funky hand signal. But I actually loved that Derek Shelton got pissed. And I love that Derek Shelton then, after he gets ejected, as managers often do, he was going to go out there and he's going to say his piece. And I like it. When my manager or my players, guys that I'm rooting for that wear the colors that I'm wearing whenever I'm watching the game on the couch, they show the kind of emotion that I'm showing. When you've got a guy who is as passionate and he, hell, he's more passionate. He's the, he's the manager of the pirates. When you got a guy that's out there and you can see that he's pouring his heart and soul into this and that he's living and dying almost with every pitch. I like that. It's a frustrating series I don't know if there's motivation behind it. I don't know that the team rallies or anything like that. Hell, Donnie Kelly was all red-faced and ticked off after all this thing. I don't know if there's a trickle down into the clubhouse. Those things tend not to be tangible anyway. But as a fan, and that's how I can speak, as a fan, I effing loved that. You weren't going to win the game at that point. Derek Shelton don't need to be managing. Donnie Kelly does his fair share anyway. wouldn't have been good had he been tossed as well. But give him the business. And see maybe if you can inject some life. It's not like you see it all the time in basketball, college basketball. Coach gets teed up. He wants to start buying the official calls. I'll tell you this, too. The umpiring in this series has been awful for both sides. Not just the Pirates getting screwed. Both sides. And now that we got this graphic up every single day that tells you balls and strikes, you see... And I've, I've long said umpires do a really good job. It's not an easy job. But we see game in and game out. And in this series in particular, how many balls and strikes calls get missed. Now I forget. I'm all ticked off. But I saw, I remember seeing last night, it was a 3-0 count, and then McClanahan came back and struck a dude out. I forget who it was. But the hitter took ball four and then proceeded to strike out. Now you don't want to, strike out after being up the count 3-0, but you should have walked. And it's not the reason they lost the game. It's not the reason they lost the other day with the bad umpiring, but it does tick you off. And so Derek Shelton, as humans often do, he reached his breaking point. And I like to see that emotion from him. Although it would have been, I think, better if the home plate umpire would have tossed him because that's where the beef actually lied, sort of.
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 837, the
1: fan. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Spring is here. The sun is shining. I always laugh when I read that at 530 in the morning when the sun is never shining. Silverados, Colorado's back in stock with a great selection. Stop in and online, sunchevy.com. Partly cloudy highs in the mid-50s as I think the weather is about to turn here for good. I looked at the 30-day, and we're looking at maybe hanging out in the 60s and 70s for a while. And then the summer comes around, yada, yada, yada. There we go. Grill meets, watch baseball. Hopefully the team continues to be good. I asked early on, how should I feel about losing three straight? How should I feel about the... Pirates getting beat twice fairly decisively by the best team in baseball. And I still want your thoughts at 412 928 and on the text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates. They'll remind you to text responsibly. It's not so much that they lost. It's the way that they lost these last two games that bothers me. It felt like the Rays in their bullpen game in game number one of the series, they were dancing through raindrops. The Pirates had so many opportunities to take advantage, and they weren't able to do that. And you will have those games where you go, whatever, for 15 with runners in scoring position, and they left 10 guys in scoring position, 11 guys on base. It's 162-game season. You're going to have those nights. doesn't make it any less frustrating. But what you don't want to see is bad either managerial decisions or bad decisions from players acting on their own, like Tucapita Marcana, if he's the guy who decided he wanted to lay down that bunt, then that's just not a great baseball play unless you're going for a hit. And even then, I mean, I don't know that it's good baseball play with Austin Hedges coming up. If it's the manager's decision, it's stupid. And then yesterday, they just they simply couldn't play good fundamental baseball. Like losing to the best team in baseball is what it is. Teams haven't gone into the chop this year and won baseball games. Fine. But you haven't even given yourself a chance, and that's what's frustrating. Ah, oh, hell. We had Bryson in the car, but now he's gone. At four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero, Got this text. Adam, right on. I think Castro had a three zero count. That's right. It was Castro. He took that low pitch that should have been ball four. They called it strike one. And you're going up against one of the best pitchers in baseball. I mean, guy guys got an ERA sub two. He's 5-0. and Last year, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Again, it's not the umpire's fault that the Pirates lost yesterday. It's not the umpire's fault that they lost the first game. But it has been awful, this series. Just awful. Got this text, which I have to read. Not to change the subject, but I don't give two bleeps about Amy Lawrence's love life. Yeah, me neither. Here's a text. Did Crowley quit? No, I didn't quit. I was just late. I think that's two days in a row I was late. But yesterday, I had the long bed going for about two minutes. Today, no long bed going. Two days in a row. Got this one. Great way to start the day, Crowley. Got another one. Crowley dies. Comeback music has been over for a minute. Yeah, my apologies. Take it up with the boss. Reach out to Craig Riley. He's on Twitter. He tweeted the other night that he was Happy that he was tick- ticked off again, if that makes sense. Happy he was ticked off about the Pirates. And I already said this, but I, I don't want to feel that way anymore. Like it quickly went from, oh, I'm happy that I can actually care about my baseball team, my first place baseball team in April and now in May, and the- they've become appointment viewing. And so even when they lose, oh, it feels good to have them stirring that kind of emotion. The Steelers haven't won a playoff game since 2016. The Penguins didn't qualify for the playoffs this year. They haven't won a playoff series since 2018. You're kind of searching for that next thing. You're kind of searching for something to latch onto, something to love. And the Pirates, well, they're giving it to you in some way, shape, and form. But I think I'm done with that part. Like, the honeymoon phase on these Pirates is now over. I just want to see them win baseball games. I just want to see them be competitive. And the schedule gets tough. And I don't know that the naysayers can now say, ah, well, you know, best team in baseball. They finally played someone and lost. I'm sure you'll hear some of that. And we'll talk to Kevin Millar of MLB Network today at 830. But, like, I... (laughs) I don't know that that's what's happened here. They just haven't played their best baseball. I don't know that that's what's happened or not happened. I really don't. But I'm going to keep watching their games, and I'm going to root for them to win, and when they lose, I'm going to be pissed off, and it ain't going to be cute. It ain't going to be, oh, yeah, I'm so happy to have the feels again. No, I'm done with that. Now the feels are just the feels.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,